0: Did you just say you're going to show the people Mahal because they've never met her before? <laughs> yep. Number one frenemy. Number one frenemy. Hi. She's so cute. She's so girly. Say hi to the people. Cute little snout boop. Yep.
1: Hey, go, go play with Rosie. Be gone. Hi. Welcome hi. back.
0: Welcome back. To you all, it's been a we week. We are Cruising. <laughs> Yeah, just tell us so it's been five seconds. Yep, we're cruising through the day. Today's a big recording day for us. Is this the most we've ever recorded in one day? I feel like it is. I think it's about to be. It's working though. We have energy. Yeah, because it's the morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's literally <laughs> noon. But
0: sure. But we started. We started in the morning. Right, 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 right. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why Meadows reapplying lip gloss. Like we've already been here, done that. You know, we've been right. sitting here. Dior sponsor us? please uh, yeah wow so i'm gonna tell people what we're doing so we can just jump right into it thank you we're doing A Q&A today you love them we love them here we are your questions not to put this pressure on you guys but like your questions level up each time <laughs> let me just say No, <laughs> truthfully yeah great questions wonderful questions so we actually answered half of the questions from this bucket on patreon in a vlog yes we did yes we did okay So that will be live. This is the timeline I'm giving myself. That will be live by the time this is live. So if you want to see part one, technically, to those questions, or part two, whatever you want to call it, head on to Patreon, watch our most recent vlog. They're on there. The other half is happening here. There we go. Today. Together. Hi. Hi. Presently. Should we just jump into it? Please. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> for, the, for the record we just recorded a really long and fun unpacking that I think might Raffle. have nothing else to say about ourselves absolutely we're so ready to answer questions okay we kind of just talked about this in our okay. unpacking from last week so I feel like it's top of mind somebody asked tips for stressing when life hits you 100 miles an hour <laughs> please <laughs> the floor well, is yours <laughs> um just to recap go listen to thought 63 bar unpacking where i talk a lot about this but the bottom lines were for me at least when my brain is spiraling and life is hitting me at 100 miles an hour and and just you're just getting fucked in every which way write down the facts mm-hmm. go back to facts because when your feelings are overwhelming you need the factuals mm-hmm. If you are a very organized person and need to like mind dump, write everything down that you're trying to accomplish, whether it be work, personal combination, whatever it is, and attach and assign actionable steps that you can do right now or in the next Mm -hmm. week or in the next month. I'm not saying actionable steps for in a decade, actionable steps that you can actually complete in the foreseeable future that way you have and don't judge yourself don't push yourself like very realistic let's Uh have a realistic and clear roadmap Mm
1: -hmm.
0: third i would say give yourself the space to feel Mm
1: -hmm.
0: give yourself that time remember it's okay to like move through the feelings in a way that feels right and comfortable for you or even uncomfortable for you sometimes we want to get out of Mm -hmm. the comfort zone Mm-hmm. and take action when you need to take action. And I say it in that way, even though it sounds confusing, because I think we all know, and we all have a little voice inside us that's like, do it now. Mm-hmm. Like do it. And we just sometimes like to sit in it because it's comfy and eh. do it. Don't think, act, just move forward. After giving yourself the space to feel. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, But move forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Beautiful and rest because also if i'm applying this to what i was going through if you're just like rest if life is just fucking throwing shit at you left and right like take time to rest because as i said Mm -hmm. in the last episode you can't operate from a place of like scatterbrained exhaustion Mm -hmm. burnout you're Mm -hmm. not going to get anything done you're not going to get it done in the way that you want to get it done so give yourself time to actually rebuild and fill up your cup before you move forward
1: and what else did you do resource out ask for help mm-hmm. I go said to a community, find a new therapist <laughs> cry <laughs> yeah but lean on other people
0: mm-hmm. lean on other people for sure anything else no okay well said what is something you used to value in both romantic relationships and friendships that you don't value anymore and to what do you give more importance to now it's a great question it's a really good question that I need to chew on. <laughs>
1: okay. I had an innate thing pop up the second you said it. And it's... Uh, Go ahead. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. It's the first thing that came to mind. So I'm going to set it. Frankly, coolness. Like you care about it more now? Or you cared about it more then? No. No. Then. And what's funny is like and Aaron's I the mean, coolest partner <laughs> you've had. Right. And I know literally, and I don't mean it in terms of like popular or, you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I mean like joie de vivre, coolness, energy, interested in things, culturally tapped in, whatever. I used to place a lot more importance on that. And I think it's because I was younger and wanted to feel like no parties too underground, like no bar opening. I'm too, you know what I mean? Like that kind of like, I definitely had that energy Mm -hmm. and now I could care less about that. I think humor has always been important for me, but I really do think like, Matching my humor is like one of the number one things I need. Mm-hmm. And also self-awareness. I don't, I don't fuck with anyone that's not self-aware I and mean, takes mm-hmm. accountability and has their own boundaries. And mm-hmm. yeah, I place a lot more emphasis on how people treat other people, how they treat themselves, value systems and humor, as opposed to coolness, engagement, accolades, hobbies and common interests. I could care less about having a common hobby or interest with you and more about aligning with who you are as a person, what kind of conversations we can have, how
0: you're going to treat someone else, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Especially when you said common interests and hobbies, I'm so aligned with you because I could not care less. Like if I quite frankly want alone Couldn't time, so like go do whatever you want to do. Exactly. I don't need to be there. Exactly. exactly. I want us to have shared things that we like to do together like for example if i had a partner yeah. that was like i love mountain biking and i want to do it with you i'd be like that's you got to find someone else brother like i don't know to tell you, <laughs> right right but if like he's like but i do like to go to mountain- the beach yeah. and like eat and hang out yeah <laughs> yeah like i'll even go on a little hike right. but like if he's like i like to right. mountain bike but i like to do it with my friends i'd be like gorgeous Please. go have the best day of your life i'll be right here when right. you get back you know with me so mm-hmm. we can close the blinds and get takeout right or like travel yeah. <laughs> very opposite yeah. things that i like to do i'm like i like to <laughs> do nothing and hibernate or i like to be traveling travel. the world <laughs> <laughs> i think it's something that i didn't place a great enough emphasis on before and i think i know why was mm. the importance of being able to feel so deeply comfortable showing my inner child and authentic self like yes. the, the idea of play good one good one And I think it was because in the past I wasn't comfortable enough with that part of myself. I wasn't like letting her shine. Whereas now it's like, I—I mean, I had a pivotal moment in my life that was like, "Bitch, you feel so misunderstood because you're not being yourself." Right. (laughs) What do you mean? That also
1: makes me think of intimacy. Like I used to be okay Mm -hmm. with a lot more casual friendships and relationships, Mm -hmm. and like, sure, I still have those. Right. We all have tiers of friendships. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, no, you're like, you're close to me, or it's like we could check it every now again, but I'm not going out of my way, like. I keep the circle small and I want intimacy. Yeah,
0: I agree. I'm 110% yeah. with you. What else? I mean, We'd so many said things. a lot. Because you said things that so I agree things. with, like the freaking having right. self-awareness yeah, and being resourceful. Right. But that just comes with age too, I think. I, I do feel like a lot of these come with age. Because like when you're in high school, like, yeah, unless you're getting you're yourself like, out. You're, uh, we're all morons. We're, like we're all relying right. on other people to a certain extent as we do for the rest of our lives. But like, right you're not thinking like oh i need you to be super fucking resourceful in the way that like you're planning our lives or your life or this and right i'm not thinking about that so i think that stuff comes and we're like impressed by the wrong things because literally our prefrontal cortex isn't even yeah fucking developed at all oh something that i do place huge emphasis on now is you are the company that you keep it's you if you're if you're meeting a new friend if you have a new romantic partner go meet their friends yeah and that will tell you a lot Go meet their close friends and that will tell you a lot. And I don't, especially with friendships, I do not have space in my life for people who are like best friends with a lot of shitty people. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm like, that's a reflection of you.
1: But you know what's interesting though? I can also think of a lot of people I'm close to that I have no interest in hanging out with their friend group, but it also doesn't affect our relationship.
0: Okay. Yes. Fair. No, no, no. Fair. Maybe that's a friend versus partner thing. Well, no, because I'm not saying that just because I have no interest, me saying that you're a shitty person and me saying that I have no interest in hanging out with you does not equate in right, what I'm saying. Right? I'm saying like, right. I have a lot of friends because like you said, we have tiered friendships that I'm like, oh, I really fuck with you. But like, I don't really vibe as much with your friends or like, I don't have as much in common with them as them. And like, or, you know, you're younger, you're older, whatever it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. to me is separate than what I just said of like,
1: okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think that
0: like just the checking. people that you surround yourself with suck as people people
1: absolutely okay yeah yeah yeah, like yeah they're absolutely. bad people
0: absolutely absolutely yes. that like don't motivate you and are just like right or they're just that like is, bad. that is a direct they're just like we really are people. the five people that were talked to the most
1: thank I god had to, what am I, I had, had you?
0: to let go of my ego with that because i am i am spongy sponge and i used to think that that was a really bad quality i was like oh my god you have no, no sense of self no but that's just not true but i had no. to let go of my ego on that because I really am so happy with people like, around me.
1: And it, well, you are also like a beautiful chameleon. You have, you're so multifaceted. You, there's a lot of different sides of you that can come out depending on who you're with and different friendships fulfill different needs. For sure. Keep her on.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm like, move on. <laughs> Next cue. How to stay high vibe when working a customer service job with customers who don't tip with like a bunch of exclamation points.
1: Ooh. My customer service job with tips was when I was a lot younger. So I'm, I'm trying to place myself back in those shoes, which first of all, I was, I don't even know if this is worth going into just the fact that we like, I, I, at least for me in that scenario, Mm -hmm. it was restaurant industry. Mm -hmm. And like the fact that there's certain industries that just like refuse to pay people livable wages. So it's up to everyone else to like compensate for them is so fucked up to me, but I digress. I think a lot of energetic boundaries Mm -hmm. is one of the first thing that comes to mind. I think maybe a solid reframe, like I working in a restaurant industry and then not being in it, you, you, you have so much more empathy for people because you understand the shittiness that people go through and how people are treated, but also at the same time as a reflection of whatever thing you're representing, like part of your attitude is part of the package. And to me, I reframe that as performance. Maybe it's Mm. because I grew up as a dancer. But if I'm able to reframe that as performance and not a reflection of me, my personality, my values, but I'm performing a role for this company that's paying me to do it to give you an experience, that felt less personal. So whatever Mm. you do doesn't affect who I am. Yes. I think about that when I worked for like a luxury resort too. Like I dealt with a lot of really shitty, literally LeBron James got married there. It's very wealthy people and they treat you really shittily sometimes. But for me, I'm so performing for this like hotel that really has no relevance to my life that like anything you bring, I was like, this has nothing to fucking do with me. And that's energetic boundaries in the reframe of performing kind of, but it's also, it's so hard when frankly, your livelihood and Mm -hmm. like the money that you're making is dependent on that. So that's why I think really separating that from like who you are. So you're not attaching that monetary worth to it and rather like living in this role of performance, at least for someone like me
0: is helpful. No, I like that reframe. What do you think? I like that reframe a lot. I agree with all the above. I think the only thing that I was going to add was remembering who the fuck you are and remembering why you're there in the first place. Mm, Connecting to the why. That's Mm -hmm. a good one. Just reconnecting to the why. Reconnecting to the why.
1: And then also maybe you need like a really definitive wind down routine or getting there.
0: Like I remember like a hobby or a wind down or something.
1: Yeah. Like I remember an old employee for the clubhouse that Aaron works with because that job is so high stress and really involved. Mm -hmm. I remember they always would like take a moment in their car to put on their badge and take it off. And that moment was like putting on who you're going to be for the day in that role and taking it off. And like Mm. the physical act of separating that can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. That's why we love visualizations or rituals or any of that stuff, because it becomes a physical act to kind of separate that. I find those to be helpful as well.
0: My AC just turned on. So let me just turn it off really quickly. Hold on. No worries. Okay. How to give yourself closure after a relationship ended, i.e. cheating allegations. Hmm. I have a really interesting sidebar that I want to bring up really quickly. Okay. And I wanted to get your thoughts on it. I saw this TikTok yesterday. The comments were hilarious. The comments were like, I've never heard a worse take in my entire life, but I just wanted to share. (laughs) It was a woman saying essentially that she kind of has this deal with her husband where she's like, if I get cheated on, I don't want to know. Leave me, but I don't want to know it's because you cheated. Because if you cheated, there's an underlying reason she basically was like when you admit to somebody or you when you tell somebody and I'm not saying that like or I don't know if she meant in a way of like if you already are have an inkling that somebody is cheating on you and then you just feel like delusional and then they're like putting your mind at ease or if she just meant in general like if you cheat it's absolving the cheater by telling the person like you're just absolving yourself and your punishment is now living with that secret of being the cheater. Does that make sense? So she basically was like I don't want to know. I'm not saying that I is, I just wanted to hear right, 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 right. She basically was like, "I just don't, I don't want to know because now I'm gonna be, I'm gonna carry essentially the burden of being cheated on. When realistically, you're just absolving your own sins by telling me. That sounds like someone just trying her. to avoid a trigger that maybe they need to work through. Yeah, I agree. But whatever floats your boat, babe, who am I to say? The comments were like literally the worst take I've ever heard in my (laughs) life. I do think, though, there is some truth to it if you're like in a stage where, like, for example, I think if like you're in like a talking stage with somebody and you're going to end it with them and like you're not quite at the point of like you haven't had the exclusivity talk. So I guess it's like not really cheating. But you're still like kind of dicking around and then like you're like, "Mm, I'm going to cut it. Like, I don't think you need to tell the other person like, oh, I've been sleeping with other people or seeing other people or whatever. I think it's like clearly your attention is not there. And I think you can like remove yourself from it. I think that sometimes people are honest because I've experienced that. I've been on the receiving end of that of honesty to a fault. Of like, you're being honest that you can walk away with your hands clean. You're like, and I was honest. When in reality, you're being honest in a way that's hurting the other person just to like, in the name of being honest. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm,
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, I've
1: cheated on someone and I didn't tell them. And it was not casual. And I've been cheated on in two different relationships. I was cheated on, then I cheated on someone, then I was cheated on. Yeah, I didn't sleep with someone, but I made out with someone. And Mm -hmm. we were fully dating and I didn't tell them ever. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So until now, <laughs> yeah, literally, but I don't know. Yeah. I've been cheated on multiple times and I've cheated on someone and I think everyone navigates it differently. So that's why I'm like, mm-hmm. sounds like you're avoiding a trigger, but like, if that, like, who am I to say? I don't know. That's Everyone's different. With, like, who the fuck am I takes, to say?
0: Yeah. That's the thing with relationship takes is it's so fucking individual and it really totally. is like whatever feels good and totally. works for you and whatever. Like, I don't think that there's, we should be living in a world of absolutes in the way that dating TikTok <laughs> It feels like,
1: yeah, I couldn't agree more, but tell me the original question. The question, I, that's what I was about to do. I was about to it. <laughs> I'm like, why am I, what am I thinking of again?
0: How to give yourself closure after a relationship ended with cheating, with there being cheating allegations.
1: First, First of they all, all, do were cheated you think on. that
0: closure? Yes, I guess. Before I say anything else, I think that you can give yourself closure without the other person needing to be involved. And we place way too big no, an emphasis. No, 100%. On like... And I would say you should try
1: to do that first before ever yeah, engaging not the other Yeah, because they're not going to give you person. what you want. And it also, like, closure
0: is literally for you. It shouldn't have to do with them. Mm-hmm. Also, you have an image in your head of what the closure looks like. And, and it's not going to meet it. It's the, they're not going to meet it. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, like they're not going to give you exactly what you want unless you literally write a script for them and are like, "This is what I perform. need you to tell me in order for me to have closure." And then they right. perform for you, and then, it and then it's and I guess what Why? Yep, yep, yep. Because you told it to them. Yeah. So try closure your for yourself. Whether you're writing them a letter and burning it, ripping it, doing the whole drama shebang, which like really works. Writing out all the questions. I've done this. Mm-hmm. Writing all the questions out that you have for that person that you like never asked.
1: I'm, like, literally unpacking in like, therapy. The answers.
0: I would really try to not involve
1: the other person. Me too. Because involving the other person makes it stickier and messier, and then you're unpacking it, and maybe it's just situa- It's just, uh, mm, no. It's, for you. it's kind of it similar also to forgiveness.
0: Them, mm, it's mm-hmm. literally
1: about you and about releasing yourself from this energetic thing that you're tied to. It, frankly, does not have to do with that. Like, it seemingly does in a circumstance, but in terms of you giving yourself something, it, frankly, doesn't.
0: Yeah. I think involving the other person in closure is also you're kind of giving them permission to have ownership over your healing. Totally. Totally. Not always, but it can be. Not always. Right, But right, right. You're stronger than you think.
1: What are some things that help bring me closure? I mean, sometimes just living life.
0: But do you know what, bitch? Like the best fucking closure I ever got from a relationship was like I had to see them again. I had to see them again because I had... I needed to know my biggest fear was that I was breaking up with them because I had to not because I had lost love for them and then when I saw them by the way give it space I a year later like
1: years my closure was walking
0: away yes and I know exactly what you're talking about my closure was walking away being like oh my god I'm not in love with you and then I really closed the book exactly like you do your own work on
1: closure you give years of space I saw them in person not under the pretenses of we're going to go have closure like at least for me I've had a couple experiences, like some like, mm. yeah, you're just going to meet up. In other words, like frankly ran into you. And it literally mm-hmm. is like someone just went pop and you're just like, whoa, you are so not what you are in my head. Like gone. Wild. Yeah.
0: Wild. Yeah. Also, if you do feel like they cheated on you or like in any breakup, something that I've, I've found so helpful for me is reframing all of the things. I mean, allow yourself to feel sad. But instead of looking at it of like, what did I do? Like reframing those all as icks of like, oh, it disgusts me that Mm -hmm. you did that. Oh, that's a good one. Easier to separate that way. Yeah. Yeah. And also cheating is like never
1: about the other person. Like as someone that literally has been cheated on and also cheated on someone, like it has nothing to do with like who you're dating has to do with you, which is always what we know when people treat other Mm -hmm. people badly. It's a reflection of themselves, not of you.
0: I'm so glad you said that, by the way, because the, the the anger that courses through my veins and through my body, whenever I see people being like, well, if Beyonce got cheated on, if JLo it got cheated on- literally has nothing to do. Like, that's so stupid. Like, then we're all fucked as if, like, Beyonce wasn't good enough. Like, that's not why right. he fucking cheated on her. Right. It's so annoying. Like, I don't know why Jay-Z cheated on her, but I'm assuming that he was feeling some sort of insecurity in his relationship and wanted to fucking feel like a man. And also, like, you know Beyonce and Jay-Z- like, you I don't, don't know, because they like, share their self. Like, shut true. up. I, yeah. Yeah. You and I feel such a type of way about people <laughs> pretending they know celebrities.
1: No, I really do. And I don't understand there's a huge market and all this content and blah, blah, ma, ma, And I'm like, you literally just don't know someone. Like, I just, it is wild behavior to me.
0: Wild it's... behavior to me. It's so, as Teffy said it in her TikTok one time when she was talking, people were coming at her for not talking about Celine and Haley. She was like, you guys are fucking weird. Weird.
1: This has nothing
0: to do with you. Yeah. Why do you care so much?
1: It's so inappropriate. It's so weird. It's so
0: weird. Okay. Oh, I like this question. (laughs) Hard pivot. (laughs) Okay. What are some synchronicities slash signs you've had that tell you that you're on the right path? I get them every single day. I don't know how to answer that question. Someone's yeah. an,
1: someone's asked me this before, and I've been like, no, "Really?" every single day I get these. It's so hard for me to answer. Give like one example. I ask for mini manifestations. I will, I will wake up and ask the universe if I'm on the right path or if something's going on, show me three butterflies today. Without a doubt, it happens. I will make deals with the universe for certain things, which is like a new thing I'm doing. Like... If I meditate every day for the next two weeks, I want this in return and I watch it happen. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I speak out loud to the universe every single day and every single day I'm getting downloads or th- like, like random, you know how I've talked before about like meaningful muses. So like things in my life yeah. that are innate sorts of inspiration. like messages come to me through meaningful muses and, and, and signs and symbols and places that are not naturally there. And I see that I, I mm. truly can't tell you, I see them every single day. It's so hard for me to answer this. No, but I, that, that was a good
0: answer because okay. you gave good examples. Okay. What's what's one of yours? Similarly, I do speak to the universe every single day. Like yeah. every single morning, the first thing I do is go outside on my yeah. balcony. Yeah, you do. And I just like say thank you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, talk. tell me what I fucking got to do today. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just talk. Same thing at night. I always talk to the moon. My yeah, neighbors self, think I'm a Looney Tune. <laughs> and oh, like a good example is I was just talking about this. I was vlogging before we started recording and I was saying how how last week was just one of the most difficult trying testing weeks I've had in a while. And if we're talking about just how that was impacting my work life this week, I am so packed with opportunities and things that I have to get done. And I'm like, wow, wow. Thank you. Like, thank you for showing me that. Because when you reach that point where you're just like, what the, nothing is happening. And then I look at my schedule this week and my to-do list and I'm like.
1: Oh, right. (laughs) Last week, I shared an example, a journaling example of writing out your timelines and the chapters of Mm -hmm. your life or your errors or whatever. And I think if you don't know what your signs and symbols and synchronicities are, looking at your whole life from a big picture like that can kind of help feel energetically what that looks like. And I think it'll be easier to start spotting Mm -hmm. in real time.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other signs. I mean, like, there's
1: been a lot of random ones with Aaron, right? Like his fucking grandmother, his entire life in Alabama grew up on like Meadowlark Lane. Like, you know, like y- different things yeah. like that, like that are just uncanny that happen constantly to everyone you meet. What, 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 what? Guess what
0: happened to me? I haven't told you. I forgot. Oh my God, what? I bought a pair of pants at Ref Vintage the other day. Yeah. Like a pair of like vintage Adidas, like track pants. Cute. And they have, and by vintage, I mean just... 10 years old. Drifted. Yeah, drifted. Yeah. Right. Sure. They're probably from whatever. The name tag, like someone wrote in like Sharpie their name. And it's it's spelled different, but it's um Manahan. Oh I think no is what it says. Way. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm meaning to tell Meadow. Oh, you have to send me a picture. <laughs> yeah. That's or like so Manohan. Cute. Something like that. Oh my god, I Manohan. Love that. Instead of like monahan I love yeah. that.
1: You know what? I promise as they come up in real time to try to share it on Instagram more often because they happen to me so frequently. But also sometimes they're really hard to explain because it's like, I have to explain a backstory. And you know Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I will try more in real time to share them as they happen to give people examples so that you can start noticing them for yourself.
0: I like that. Okay. Yeah. It's just happening all the time. I feel connected. Tapped in. Tapped in as fuck. Should have been the name of the podcast. Tapped
1: Tapped in in as fuck. fuck. (laughs) Remember when we were we friends when my handle was Meadow AF? Yeah. I was Meadow AF for years.
0: Meadow was fun Before my
1: rebrand. Yeah.
0: What should I do when I begin panicking about never finding love slash someone who loves my quirks? Mm, you will. Um, That's what you need to remember.
1: <laughs> when you start panicking, I think one thing is maybe give yourself great examples of everyone's on their own timeline and finding mm-hmm. examples that I would too give yourself expanders. For people that also have been in a position that felt like they were never going to find someone and now has their love that loves their quirks, if you need one, I'll be yours. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the best the, the best thing that I did for myself in most time was one, also just like really learn to love being by yourself and being alone and completely accept it completely yeah. accept it. like that's like the quickest way to see that come through but then you don't like don't even do it from the angle of i'm doing this to see it come through do it from the angle of like i this is my present reality and i need to be okay with that mm-hmm. and then also yeah just like give yourself stories like i used to maybe it was more of a career way but i'm sure you can find love examples of this too where i would listen to a lot of oprah's super soul sundays of like very relevant and notorious people that we know about or whatever And then you listen to their story and you're like, literally even Oprah, like their career doesn't start till your fucking Mm forties. You know, you don't find your love until forever. Maybe Glennon Doyle can be an example for you because she talks about mental health and spirituality all the time. And she also was in a marriage with three kids and then didn't realize she was gay and didn't figure it out till her thirties or forties. Like, To find people, find people with those stories that feel expansive to you. So you know that everyone's timeline is unique and on your own. And first of all, maybe your person is busy. Okay. They're working through some shit too. Just go, they're prepping And if you found them you. right now, you wouldn't know it. Mm-hmm. Cause Aaron and I talk about it all the time. Like I truly, I was telling Rosie, I truly believe if I would have met Aaron any second earlier of when I did, we would not have, it wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't have been ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, maybe you need to give them the space to get ready too. So you can talk to them. You can do that whole, like, I hope like fall asleep at night and be like, I hope you're getting ready. I hope you're going through shit. I hope you're like doing okay. Can't wait to hear about what you're going through right now, but like give them the space to be ready on their own time too. Yeah. I think that's a cool way to reframe it. It's
0: not about you always. Oh, I love that, Meadow. Oh, cool. Thanks. Okay, great. You're on a roll. I'm going to ask you another question. (laughs) (laughs) What? Great. You're on a roll. (laughs) Um, Okay, somebody, this is specifically for you. Somebody said, Meadow, would you feel comfortable sharing your experience getting off meds? Thank you so much for asking. I absolutely would like
1: to share about it, but I really would like to be thoughtful in my intention with sharing it. Like I've never shared it before because I really want to be responsible about it. And I think there's a lot that comes with it. Totally. But I also think very strongly that the future is spirituality and mental health. And I think psilocybin and ketamine treatments are fucking concrete proof of that. And you and I spoke about this recently too, in terms of What is the future of that if not figuring out how to dose that shit out, understand what comes per dosage, distribute it to people like they could take it at home like pharmaceuticals and it be a safe and supportive experience. Like that's how this has to play out in order to to see this healing come to light and be more accessible. And people are already talking about it. And I do kind of want to share about it. And I want to do it in the most supportive, safe, I love that, trauma-informed, responsible way I can. Because I do think, frankly, that's really finicky. And people are going to do it the wrong way. And I don't want to be a part of that or contribute to that by any means. Mm-hmm. But I would love to. I would love to. It changed my entire life.
0: Okay. Somebody asked me, Gabby, how did you know you were ready to leave New York for LA? Mm. I'm not loving NYC. Did I answer this in the last one? I don't think I did. I mean, maybe you'd bits some passing, but not this specifically. Well, the pandemic happened. <sighs> that forced me out sooner. Listen, I was not feeling New York ever. <laughs> well, that's not fair. That's not true. I loved New York for the experiences and the lessons that it would bring. And if you have the opportunity I think it's an incredible way to be in your early 20s. Like, or an incredible place I should say to be in your early 20s. It's so fun, it's so fast-paced. Everybody around you is like also hungry, which is really motivating, but then simultaneously can really lead to intense burnout. Honestly, like I wish I had a better answer for you than like the pandemic happened because when the pandemic happened, it completely shifted the course of my career. Yeah. And I was very fortunate enough to keep my job which gave me the cushion to not be like forced out of any situation. But I I did leave New York. Like I was living in my mom's house where I grew up. I went back to Miami, but I still, it hadn't clicked immediately. Like, oh, I'm going to leave New York forever. But then I'm the type of person that when I see something, I can't unsee it. Like I cannot unsee it. I can't forget about it. It sticks in my brain. Meadow knows this literally exactly of what I've been going through the last couple of weeks. Like once I see something like shit is stuck and burned in my brain that happened It really intensely with my career shift, the through line remained the same, but all of the distractions, like the notoriety, the I need to work at this big magazine, all of that dissipated and the why became even stronger. And with that career shift, I gave myself the permission to leave New York because I always wanted to move to LA, but I thought I would move here in my thirties after Completing you know X Y Z goal that I had for myself in New York, but when those things shifted, I gave myself the permission, and I am frankly shocked that I did because I am so scared of making the wrong choice. Which is funny because we just talked about there being no wrong choices before. Well, we also just talked about both
1: of our ability to get to a place where we decide that it's something's not working, change our mind, and really give ourselves permission mm-hmm. to go with that.
0: Yeah, and
1: the power that comes with that, mm-hmm. and you you fucking do that, dude.
0: Thanks. Well, before I go down that whole rabbit hole, because I don't think that's helpful for this question, I would say if you're not vibing with something or if something feels off, I'm all about taking calculated risks. And I've talked Mm -hmm. about calculated risks on here before. I think we are now more than ever living in a time where we are surrounded by people who are like, that's an amazing idea, which can be really unhelpful. And the pendulum has really swung in one direction, which is a whole other fucking conversation that I've had. Which happens whenever we see intense shift happening. There's like two really extreme sides. And if we're talking about like the workforce, like there's that really extreme side of like, I don't want to work. I just want to be happy. And that's my purpose and this and this and this. And like, that's Mm -hmm. great. But like, at the end of the day, we're still operating in a capitalistic society that requires certain things from us. Mm -hmm. And then there's the really other intense side, which I totally hear you from living in New York of like, if you are not grinding, if you're not having a fucking mental breakdown, like you're not going to get ahead in your career and you're not going to this and you're not going to do that. And I think there's a beautiful middle ground. And if you want to swing a little bit more this way, fine. If you want to swing a little bit more that way, fine. But like find what's right for you. And Mm -hmm. we're also at the same time living in a beautiful time where it's so much easier to accomplish things from anywhere in the world. (laughs) Just thanks to technology. Well so yeah. take advantage of that or well and make a calculated risk. And what I mean by that is like, make sure your finances are set up in a certain way. That means you're quitting a job. What's fund. Yeah, have your fuck you fund and explore that because I think life is too fucking short. But explore, because mm-hmm. what's my favorite phrase these days, Meadow? Opportunity cost. <laughs> I was going to say, give yourself your flowers? <laughs> no. Figure out. Opportunity cost. Take, take a shot every time she says it. Yep. Figure out what you're leaving on the table by making a certain choice making sure that you're okay with what always what that's what i would say Mm -hmm. i hope that was helpful
1: and knowing that similar to how you said pendulums can swing back and forth like it's not like the opportunity is gone forever Mm
0: -hmm. and like
1: maybe it'll come in different ways but weigh that out and know what you're doing and Mm -hmm. then you can best move forward understanding that dichotomy
0: well also side note because i'm reading the question again and they're like they're saying i'm not loving nyc if this is all like too extreme and you're like i don't know if i want to leave whatever maybe try and rewrite what new york looks like for you maybe like outsource and try and find new friends maybe do different activities maybe go find nature even if that means you're just going to like your favorite park more in new york so maybe try and rewrite what the city does for you and feels like find new restaurant because that's what like i miss about new york man like i miss popping in from restaurant to other restaurant to bar to this to that from the park to that like i miss that so fucking much and just walking in my friend's apartment 10 minutes away, like I miss that so much. So maybe try and find the magic in it because we all had a magic and a spark that made us want to move there in the first place. Maybe try and refine that magic.
1: I went to college and hated it. It was like, this is supposed to be the best time of your life. And I mm-hmm. hate it. What's going on? And before I transferred, you know what I did? I got involved and I got a job on campus and I got active in the community. And I was so happy for a little bit. And later on, it still didn't outweigh mm-hmm. the other things I felt like I was missing. And I, cha- I moved. I, I transferred. But getting involved, making the most of it, reframing it, like you deserve
0: to give it a chance. That also, by the way, when you do that, didn't give you the moment to be like, fuck, did I leave too soon? <laughs> exactly. No, I was so grounded in my choice. Yeah. I ran.
1: Yeah. But so I, I love that suggestion.
0: Okay. Maybe like one more question.
1: Please one more. I got to make lunch. I'm hungry. <laughs>
0: um, that might be all of them. Oh, really? Because we answered a ton in that vlog.
1: And we have a lot of Patreon-only ones we're mm-hmm. about to record in like an hour or two.
0: Yeah, I think we answered all of these. And if we didn't answer your question, I'm sorry. I truly believed that we had. <laughs> Please send it to us again. Yeah. You can,
1: by the way, if you go on our website, you can fill out a form or send us an email mm-hmm. with questions. You can always DM us on Patreon because we usually get back quickest on there. And you could DM us on Instagram. We are very slow to respond to Instagram DMs. Please be patient with us.
0: Mm-hmm that we don't utilize our website as much as we should i mean we get those emails i'm saying we don't promo it like we do have a website where you could literally submit your questions speaking of promoing if you read around to the end of this would you
1: please leave us a lovely little review because we haven't gotten any in a while and we really like reading them and they mean a lot to us and they also help us significantly Yeah. yeah it like really 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 helps us so if you like us or get value from us in any way you don't even have to be wordy. You know what I mean? I'm not looking for a long one, but if you, if you want to, they're fun to read, but
0: Please they remember, really mean yeah. a lot to
1: us and help us a lot. Mm-hmm. It's an easy energetic exchange. We're putting hours of effort into this for y'all. Maybe just give us a little, give us a little review, review.
0: I was about to say something so mean about something that had nothing to do with this that I don't think I can say. <laughs> and it really was giving the energy of season one, episode one, revenge driven Gabby. <laughs> let's pause because I want to hear you know exactly what I'm gonna say because when you said it really helps us out like please rate and review mm-hmm, mm-hmm. think about the what other I things you that we could be asking
1: for when there's resources readily available for people yeah I know exactly where you're going with this
0: Uh huh. I ain't gotta log off <laughs> no I can't even yeah I can't even go there with you right now <laughs> thank you for listening to today's episode I hope you enjoyed it please rate love and review you. we love your energy
1: love your energy
0: that
1: should
0: be our sign up, baby. I know. Ciao. Ciao. How's it going, y'all? It's Aaron. Don't let your Monday suck. Don't have those Sunday scaries. I'm tired of everybody waking up in the week saying, ah shit, it's Monday. You know what goes down? TMV releases every week on Mondays. Make sure you rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're watching YouTube, yes, TMV has a YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and ring that noti bell and never miss a thing. And also, join the TMV familia by joining the Thoughts May Vary Patreon and by following at Thoughts May Vary Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you for listening. Great. There you go. Thanks, you Gotcha.